Recording. Okay. Diablo Mobile rules. <laughs> Shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Are we ready to just to start then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jared wants to go. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to be here in the first place. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Well, thanks for coming. And welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, aka the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 6th, 2018. Important day. Uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Uh, on this podcast, we will talk about news and politics and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in, you can go to facebook.com slash profane arg and post your thoughts. Or you can go to Patreon and sign up and be a patron of the podcast. Give us a donation over the Patreon page and you can have access to listen to us live and interact with us as we record the show on Tuesday nights right about 9 p.m. A little early today because we're trying to get uh, election information. This week we will probably just be talking about election stuff. I got some other articles, but um, a lot of election news as uh, as things come in. So uh, if you want to participate, go to our webpage, profaneargument.com, click on the patron link, and you can sign up for one of the tiers and you can come listen and participate. So, about the elections, these elections in particular, this this election is getting so much attention. And it's just a couple of facts. First off, 435 seats in the House of Representatives are up for election. Oh, they are every two years. But also, in this case, 35 of the 100 Senate seats being contested today, as well as 39 state and territorial governorships. So, this is a... Huge possible swing, um, depending on how the uh, how the voting goes. So I just wanted to, to mention that. I'm assuming that everybody who's here voted today? Absolutely. Did anybody have any issues while voting? None. Issues? What do you mean issues? Like, people, like, asking for, like, licenses and shit? Yeah. Oh, no. Are you trying to lead me into my story? Is that why you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is part of it. But I did want to mention that uh, we did hear that on campus mm. at Penn State here that there were people, the people running the uh, the election were asking kids for their license with the correct addresses. And apparently some of the students were like uh, on their phones pulling up the law saying, no, see, you can't do that. Right. You need to just let me vote now? Right. You, well, <laughs> if you are a first-time voter in, in a particular location in Pennsylvania, you have to pr- bring along some form of ID, but it can be your student ID, it can be an electric bill, it can be um, a gun permit, it can be just about anything. It does not yeah, have to be your not... driver's license. Exactly. So the first time you go vote in Pennsylvania, you have to have some kind of proof of the, ID, the first... not proof of address. Every time you – yes. Every time you go to a new polling place – because you moved or you got I – think, I think if you are moved to a new place, I don't think they make you do it. But if you move to a new precinct, you have to bring some form of ID the first time. Hmm. I, when I, I, when I moved, I, I didn't have to. I think your, your, voter, um, your voter card is enough. That's all you need. Interesting. It's well, a long list of, of possible things you can bring. I will tell you my quick story. Uh, mm-hmm. Ray and Karen 
you will not believe who was standing in front of me at my polling place today. Oh. Wow. In, in in Milford. Well, I, I vote in what's called Westfall, but it's basically. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea that this person lived in my district or my little town area, but I was shocked. I'd have you guess. Well, you want to take a guess? There's millions have, of people to guess from. I have no place. There's millions of people yeah. to guess from, but <laughs> somehow I am I wrapped. It. Yeah. Ian yeah. guessed it within seconds. I am somehow wrapped up with this person constantly. You feel you get warmer or is, is it the guy that runs the, the, the crazy bullet church? It was that guy <laughs> and his two sons were standing right in front of me. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. Rod of Iron was there casting his vote. So I'm, I'm sta- you know, it wasn't like a real big line because I went around like 1230 or so. And uh, it was this Asian man and his two Asian sons standing in front of me. And I was like, oh, I hope they vote. Uh. Uh, Democrat. And I go, man, that guy looks familiar. And I go, there's no, no fucking way he is the head of the rod of iron guy. I go, and I don't want to be racist and think, you know, they all look alike. All Koreans look alike, yeah. So he gets up and he says his name and he goes, uh, Sung Young Moon or something like that. And I go, oh man, Moon. I go, that is definitely him. And then I'm staring at him and I go, motherfucker's dressed head to toe in camo. It is definitely him. <laughs> so, uh, I talked to him when he went, when he was done voting, um, and I yeah, yeah I didn't want to be like, yo, you're that nut job who runs that church. So I was just like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, does your brother own Car Arms? That's the the gun place that they own up around mm-hmm. here. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's my brother. I said, oh, I work for Dave, uh, you know, the guy who sold it to him and stuff. He's like, oh yeah. And then I talked to him the hallway for a bit. He was a pleasant gentleman. <laughs> you, you never know. Sure, he's crazy, but no, he's <laughs> that's the thing, Karen. He's not crazy. Huh? He's in oh, it for he's- the money. That's a that's a whole lot of nonsense just for money though. Holy crap! It is, but uh, apparently, but they're fucking loaded, both of them, him and his brother. Sure, probably mostly due to the father, but mm-hmm. you know, the brother runs the gun sh- gun shop, and the other brother has the church where you worship guns. It's a perfect setup. <laughs> um, so I, I call I, I call my mom, and I was like, I, I go, you know, I told her the same story. I'm like, I can't believe I ran into him. She's like, Oh yeah, I forgot. He does live in Westfall. He bought the old Biondo house. And I was like, he lives in the Biondo house? Now, a little backstory on the Biondos. This kid who, I'm not sure if he went to our high school, he was, but hung around in the area, he was like a year older than me. He drove a Ferrari to school. <laughs> to give you an idea what kind of house this guy's living in right now. Wow. Well, guns will buy you a lot of money. Yeah. Buy a lot of house. But, uh, I mean, granted, I mean, I'm not giving him a pass or anything like that, but he was very pleasant. He smiled. He was very nice to me. Um, he seemed a little nervous because I kept, like, approaching him, but... And I was thinking about taking a, a selfie with him, but then I was like, do I really want my a photograph of me and him together smiling? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> nah. I only really wanted it for the proof. <laughs> but yeah, he lives that's, near me and votes in my district. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, nothing like that with us. Actually, I don't even know that there was anybody in the building apart from the two of us voting and the, the people <laughs> running the thing. Yeah. The ancient people uh, that work there. Yeah. We we went after lunch, so there was just there was just nobody there. We were at numbers like five eleven, five twelve. And for you know, mid after, well, we were there like twelve thirty, one o'clock, something like that. And normally when I go, um, it's in the two hundred. So a lot of people are voting. Uh, my mother was out at the polls six thirty this morning or something. She was working the polls all day. Mm. Seventy four years old. She's out there mm. doing this. Wow. Mm. By the way, I don't case I don't know if anybody's heard, but uh, Donald Trump has already blamed. 
uh, Paul Ryan for the loss of the house. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The Paul Ryan that begged him, please don't go and um, have your rallies because you're only turning away the moderate voters. That Paul Ryan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the polls haven't even closed yet in California. And he's like, yeah, this is Paul Ryan's fault. <laughs> okay. So some information about what's going on right now. It looks like in the House, there are a solid 40 Democrats compared to 50 Republicans so far in the vote. However, the Democrats have gained two seats at this point in the House. There is no change in the Senate. Um, we are still looking. I think there's only one confirmed Senate seat at this point in the ones that we were really watching, which is over in New Jersey. Robert Menendez, they are saying only 18% reporting, but they are, uh, they, the New York Times has declared Robert Menendez the winner. Wow. That's one. That's a bold claim. It is a bold claim considering they, they're both at 48.3% of the, the vote that has Do been You said tallied. this is a Senate seat? It is. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Now, I can't believe any Senate seats have swung in the favor of Democrats. Yeah, well, I think we're losing now, one in Florida. Yeah, uh, it, it seems likely. Um, now, now, Menendez was expected to win, so mm. this is not a... So trade New Jersey for, for, for Florida. I have Rick Scott <laughs> says a senator. Oh, God. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what did Pete Davidson yeah. call him? He looked like if you took Bruce Willis or you, or you whittled a penis <laughs> to look like Bruce Willis. <laughs> Oh, we haven't seen SNL yet, so. So Florida is one to watch, like you said. Rick Scott's ahead, 0.8%. Tennessee would be another one that would be, I, it's really going to swing Republican. I don't see how it can't. Oh, However, yeah. it is a contested state that would be important to get. And, of course, Texas. But O'Rourke is ahead, 0.8%, according to the update that just came in as I started talking about him. <laughs> um, so... We'll be keeping an eye on those. Uh, North Dakota is uh, also contested, but come on. It's North Dakota. That's going to be Republican. Yeah. That's the Heidi Heitkamp state. So that's going to be a rough one. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it is. You know, I know I brought this up before on the show, but looking at these numbers right now, like, you know, where the ones it's like 96% in or 100%, the numbers are so fucking tight. With mm. each other, you know, it's like fifty-one, forty-nine, or they're both at forty-nine, and it's like so and so won. I'm starting to think democracy doesn't work because that's fifty percent of the people who are like, I absolutely oppose everything this guy stands for or woman, mm. and my guy lost. You know, because remember we brought this up that like it's not like varying degrees anymore on politics. No. It's very black and white issues on certain things. Nobody agrees with me. Fuck all three of you. you. Fuck uh, yeah, you, Jeff, yeah, too, yeah. if you don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. We're completely polarized. There, There is no middle ground anymore. That is thanks to Newt Gingrich, I think, was the, the there was an article a little while ago about how he started the um, scorched earth politicking in the United States, and Trump just took it and ran with it. It's just, is, it's so weird that, like, you know, like, you, like, fit, just straight down the middle, 50%. On polar opposites on things, and 50% of those people just have to suck it up and be like, all right, I guess so. This is this is where we're at. Well, it's interesting. So, I mean, Ray, if you don't mind, I'm going to take the lead into the, the first link that we have. Sure. The How to Forecast an American's Vote is an interesting article in The Economist. We'll post a link to it. So if you put in a, let's say you're building an American voter, you say he's a white male, not born again. 
He is an atheist. He's straight. He's between 45 and 64. He's not a regular churchgoer. He's married, has children, has some college education. Let's say he earns uh, thirty dollars to $64,000 a year. He lives in the suburbs in the Northeast and does not speak Spanish. That person has an 80% chance of voting Democrat with all those factors. If you change one thing, and that is you change from atheist to Protestant, they are now a 68% chance of voting Republican. It is a huge swing just based on Protestant versus atheist, which is why I wanted to bring it up because it's related to our podcast. If you go Catholic, is 69% Republican. Mormon is 74% Republican. Jewish is 52% Democrat. It's interesting. Yeah, so if you look if you look at this article, there's a graphic that shows the different items that are involved that Karen named off. Right. The the least influential are like marital status, parental status, age, Hispanic, income, uh, region, gender, population density, whether you live in the city or rural. Right. But then you get into education, sexual orientation, and race. Those seem to be rather significant swings into whether you vote Democrat or Republican. But religion cool. is the big swing. Yeah. And those are usually the things that they play into. Right. It's half fear, half religion. I mean, from what yes. I understand, abortion never became an issue till like the 70s, right? Right. Like someone was like, oh, shit, we can ride this this wave in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, religion by far has the hugest potential to swing somebody's vote. And it's interesting, I think, because um, when somebody is religious, they have given up their, not their capacity for critical thought, but they've given up the potential for deciding something based on critical thought. They've, they've taken something on faith, and they're taking a huge part of their life on faith. So once you get somebody in that mindset, then shoving Republican lies down their throat is so much easier because they've already taken a huge part of their life on faith. Now they can take, well, the media is lying. Okay. My people tell me that, so I'm going to believe it. I take it on faith that that's true and all the other lies. I find this uh, this whole article interesting because mm. you there's a section in the middle where you can actually build an American voter. Yeah, you can select your all the the different things that we've said. You can select the different items and see what percentage chance that person that you've just built uh, would be Democrat or Republican, and it's uh it's it's interesting statistics. Right. I mean, you you, you kind of put yourself in there and just change your religion. And all of a sudden, it as it takes a wild swing to the right. It's fascinating. And yeah, Jeff, who is listening live with us, uh, the Pittsburgh atheist, he says that uh, 70s is when the term Christian became a thing. Mm. And it was to fight abortion. And uh, that is what I've heard as well. Mm. That the, the, the idea that we... Because prior to that, it was, you know, Lutherans and Catholics and, you know, all the different sects of religion but yeah once you can unite them all under christian and then you can use them as a giant voting block it's all being done to to swing votes right now all this is based on statistics so it does it doesn't you know it's not always true for every person but statistics are useful useful tools for figuring out you know how who to target for advertisements so in order to get a black person to vote republican they have to be a born-again, church-going Protestant, around 25, live in a rural area, not go to college, earn $100,000, and live in the West. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Jeez. 
that thing as work. I feel like they're just going to abandon that demographic. Exactly. So you, you know that that's not you're just a Republican is never going to target anybody of color because it's just not worth the effort. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many hurdles to overcome. It's amazing how religion can just get you to overlook everything except your your few issues. Yeah. And vote against your best interests in the long run. And it, things that fly in the face of the fucking Bible. Right. Yeah, the, the, pers- the, the person that you're following tells you to do things in a way, and y- your politics are telling you to do the exact opposite, but you nod your head and move along. It's baffling. You're like abortion and grab them by the pussy. Uh, what do we got here? What's, what weighs more? <laughs> Raw dog to porn star. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Jeff gave us an update. ABC wow. News projects Democrats will win four Senate races, Minnesota, New Mexico, New York, and Wisconsin, and Republicans will win Tennessee and Wyoming. So does that mean we are at a tie at this point? Or Democrats are up by one? I don't remember. Well, right now we are still not looking good. Um, it's looking like 51 seats are still going to be Republican, but again, it's still too early. Sure. Yeah, There's so many races that are Tennessee is disappointing because that's one that, you know, was one of the big swings that could be possible, like Texas. Mm. But uh, again, it's Tennessee. I mean, if you're counting on Tennessee to swing blue, it's just <laughs> you, you're not living in reality. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, my boy, Richard Ojeda is not winning. <laughs> oh, I don't know that name. Where is that? That's uh, West Virginia. Uh, house three. I don't know if I showed you the ads of Vogetta. This guy's like a Marine and he's like crazy and it's awesome. And he's like, fuck everything. And, but he's, he's down with about 56 going. I'll show you the ads later. Okay. Um, so to hit a few of these news articles, I thought it, a couple of things here were interesting. I didn't know that this was the case, but Sinead O'Connor, mm. did you know that she uh, has converted to Islam? Let me tell you about a guy on this panel that reads TMZ every day. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Did Sinead because I saw a thing with today with Sinead O'Connor, she says she cannot stomach to be around white people. Yeah. Is that what she said today? That sounds like something she would say, but I did not see oh. anything on there. The only thing today that I saw that's relevant to the show was comedian Paul Rodriguez came out and said that he's a huge fan of Donald Trump. And I was like, ah, my heart. Yeah. <laughs> not that I like Paul Rodriguez, but I was like, when we were discussing demographics, I was like, how do you convince someone? How do you come out and be like, I think we should gun down the migrant caravan. I think we should build a wall between the USA and Mexico. I think all la- – well, wait. What do I say now? Latinxes? <laughs> Latinx. I think all Latinxes should have their birthright citizenship revoked. I would like to hit them with rocks and sticks. I'm really with that guy. Well, The way he talks about my heritage, I'm pro that. There's I'm an like, easy oh answer to that. I have not heard Paul Rodriguez's name in 15 fucking years till just now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because if it came, because if it was, hey, Paul Rodriguez supports the Democrats, you'd be like, eh, what is he doing? Is he working at Home Depot like that guy from the Cosby show? <laughs> <laughs> who's the who's the other guy? The, the other um, and I, I hate to say this, the other Latin guy comedian that kind of took Paul Rodriguez's place. He had a talk show on TBS and Oh, um, yeah, I can't think of it either, but I'm there with you. The one who pissed on um, Trump's star. Yeah. Yeah, he took Paul Rodriguez's yep. place. Yeah, 
I can't think of his name. I will not be able to think of it because I can only see Paul Rodriguez now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's but a anyway, shame. Yeah, Shannon O'Connor. She's a Muslim these days. Since how long has she been a Muslim? George Lopez. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> 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 see, there are advantages to being on the Patreon. You're part of the show now. <laughs> Fact checker and just all around head Googler. <laughs> And yeah, he also posted the link to uh, to her saying that, yeah, she's tired of white people. Not going to be around white people anymore. So there you go. Apparently, she's now called Shuhada David. She changed her name, as you do. At, well, I mean. <laughs> right, sure. I, as you can. I, yeah. Exactly. Well, can I say on behalf of everybody here on the profane argument, fuck you, Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I urge a little caution. She's has a, a some mental health issues. Yes, yeah, some mental health issues. Let's go with that. She, I mean, she she's functional. Some but severe she, mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ones where you should be medicated, and I don't know if she is at the moment. So I have to stomach her I, racism. No, <laughs> okay. No, then fuck no, you, you can, <laughs> Yeah, you can be. You can totally be down on her, but I'm with Carrot. I I, I would like to see her getting the help she needs. Yes, and. uh Islam is not that help, but no, um, I can't imagine they're going to you know embrace her with open arms. They're trying. Mm. They need a. They don't need crazy. <laughs> they got enough they, crazy. They might. Yeah, they got Cat Stevens. <laughs> they do. Yusuf Islam. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I was perfectly okay with it going against the Catholic Church. I thought that was fantastic. This this move, I'm I'm kind of questioning a little bit, but you know, whatever. If you think you can find your answers over there, all right, good luck to you. Yeah. You can't, but, you know, good luck. <laughs> Do you see that Trump lost Kanye? <laughs> when we're well, what? Again, mental health issues. <laughs> right. Nope. Yep. I agree. Like, oh, uh, yeah. There's that, a definite. week and a half ago when Kanye came out and said I was being duped into speaking on behalf of things that I don't believe? Yes. yes. I did not see that. Oh, you didn't yeah, see that? I, yeah. I do not watch the TMZ, so... <laughs> he, he retracted all his pro-Trump oh, well, banter. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I, not, I th not, in, not, in like, not in like a walked-it-back kind of way. He was like, I was tricked. I'm going to stop saying political things. Mm, I was sure. like, yeah, well... Which means right, his accountant finally got a hold of him. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. So it looks like in the... I was trying to see if there were any updates. For the most part, it looks like everything is going as expected. In the Republican-favored House seats, there are three that are highly Democratic at the moment, um, specifically Illinois District 13 that was projected to be Republican by uh, the New York Times projected to be Republican. The Democrat is leading 70% to 29%. Now that wow. is sometimes because the cities have their shit together. They tend, and they yeah, the votes come in quicker earlier. there. Yeah, that is true. So you, you can't take early voting necessarily. Very That's, true, but it's it's one of the spots that uh, you know have hope. to keep an eye on. Sure. Next in the if there's no other voting updates, I didn't see anything. Mm. Uh, next thing I want to mention, Megan Kelly. Uh, who is no longer on television. Ugh. I thought that, uh, now this was two weeks ago at this point, but we did not, we didn't have a show last week, so we didn't talk about her. But apparently she said that uh, it's okay to do blackface because it was okay when she was a kid for people to do blackface at uh, Halloween. That's my summary. Is that, that sound correct? Yes. What? Are you, st blackface is offensive? What? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Shit, oh, Megan Kelly. I'm You're so I'm so torn on this one. <laughs> uh -huh. 
I'm torn in the Ten. sense that, like, one, uh, going f- way back, I don't know what NBC was thinking with trying to normalize Megyn Kelly. That was sure. always an odd move to me. You know, I know she had some fights with Trump, but she was still the one who was on Fox News and was like, kids, Santa Claus is white. End of story. Good night. Well, from NBC's <laughs> point of view, she is uh, attractive, articulate, and her, her 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 name is known. So it made perfect sense for them to give it a try. N- I mean, uh, she needed some uh, some buffering from her time there. And I mean, remember she like interviewed Alex Jones and mm-hmm. like everyone's like, you're legitimize, leg- uh, legitimizing this moron. You know, I just never right. felt comfortable with Megyn Kelly. Oh, uh, me neither. I, now, I think from their point of view, it was a, a calculated risk that was. Yeah, look how it's paying off for. <laughs> right. But you you two are definitely not the demographic they were hoping to target by adding Megyn Kelly to their lineup. But, they, you know, they shoved her into that Today Show lineup. They were trying to make her like another Oprah or, uh, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, I was getting the feeling. Except on the right, but sure. Uh, regardless. But yeah. but again, she did a lot of like uh, Me Too things and stuff like that. It didn't seem like she was going down that Fox News route. Hmm. Regardless of that, back to the blackface thing. Yeah. yeah. Out of yeah I would just I would just add to what you were saying that I mean some of this is on M- NBC because she said stuff like this, like the Santa Claus thing, and mm. I mean she's known for this. So to put her on a morning show and expect that that's just going to go okay when she is has proven that she's willing to cross lines that you don't want her to. I mean it's kind of kind of their own fault for for putting her in that spot. I think absolutely. But it's like I'm going to hire Milo and give him a morning show and he'll tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's not that bad, but but that's the thing is that she was kind of like sliding more into the liberal area, or at least moderate. Sure, yeah. Is Megyn Kelly a moron for what she said? Yes. <laughs> Do I believe that the blackface thing is as big a deal as it is? No. Now hear me out before you slam me into the ground, <laughs> all three of you. Hold my breath. All right. I understand the the history of blackface, and there is blackface that is fucking racist, and there are people who do blackface to be racist. Was what this woman did, and was she was she was a Real Housewife of some city or something like that? I don't know dr- what she did. So who dressed? She what she dressed up as Diana Ross? Was that obviously that was not meant to be offensive? Can we all agree on that? <sighs> Yeah, I don't think it was meant to be offensive. Right. It was probably not meant to be offensive. So the very just the very act of putting dark makeup on your face is offensive to black people. And I get that they feel that way. I don't necessarily feel that way. What if and I believe this did happen. There was a, a six year old who went to school, a white six year old, and you were supposed to dress up as your favorite historical figure. And he put on blackface and went as Martin Luther King. Yeah, well, that is a good question. How does a how does a white kid who wants to express himself that he wants to you know go as his favorite historical figure and it's Martin Luther King? How does he do that without you know without that? That's a good question. Like that. That's the thing I don't like. I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to do the makeup, uh, but even if he does do the makeup, because he's like, well, I want to look like my hero, and my hero looks like this. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? Now, granted, in a perfect world. If I wanted to go as Barack Obama and I darkened my skin, it wouldn't be an issue because there's that line; those lines wouldn't be there. I and, and I understand both sides of the story. I just don't think what that woman did was that bad because I don't think it was be offensive. What Megyn Kelly did was stupid <laughs> because for her to to even utter the sentence was I just couldn't believe it when I heard it. I was like, 
oh man, what are you saying? First of all, she <laughs> she goes, when I was a kid, you know, you put on blackface and black people put on whiteface. Black people are not put on fucking whiteface. <laughs> There's only one man who did that, and it was the greatest comedy bit ever. It was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah. <laughs> It says, okay, oh, Eddie I was, Murphy, I see, sure. It says, okay, when I was a kid, as long as you were dressing like a character. Yeah, see, I, I think the, the six-year-old boy dressing like his hero is is one thing. I think dressing up as a character, a character being a specific choice of phrase, is a whole other thing. I don't know. It's it's touchy. And, I, and I, listen, I understand the historical connotations to blackface and why that would piss mm. people off especially nowadays where, where because you do find pictures of people who put on blackface to be offensive right it, right it happens but what if there's a kid and his favorite show is luke cage like me and it got canceled and your heart <laughs> fucking broken and you're like i want to represent luke cage for halloween now i would never do i would never do blackface because i just think pe- white people who do blackface look dumb mm. you know but i don't know Ian, now even, tell me how Robert wrong I Downey am. Jr. <laughs> I don't feel like you're that wrong, but I'm not super informed on the issue because I am white. <laughs> <laughs> so it just naturally doesn't offend me. And I realize there's so much gray area and the way to go is to just err on the side of caution and just never do blackface for any reason, but I am curious if there are scenarios where a white person is allowed to represent a black person and use makeup for that representation. Well, I think it was, was it a couple of years ago that there was an actress who dressed up as somebody from or- Orange is the New Black and people went ape shit over that because hmm. she used black, a little bit of darkening makeup on her face. So, Oh, maybe. Uh, so that I'm, sounds like something that uh, Kelly Ripa would do online. <laughs> so this sounds like what you're saying is in the public discourse that that is not allowed. You cannot do a character. Correct. I don't think that there is a scenario. Again, according to everybody else, I don't think that you are allowed to do that for any reason. I mean, I think for the same reason that you are not allowed to, I don't know, put uh, uh, tape on your eyes to make yourself look like a Chinese character. It's just not something that you do. You don't alter your appearance. Right. But I've also seen things where... A, a young six-year-old girl posted pictures on Instagram or her mother posted them of her doing a traditional uh, geisha tea ceremony or something like that. And she was mm-hmm. dressed up in like a geisha outfit. She didn't – she might even have the makeup. She obviously didn't have tape around her eyes. And people said that that was offensive. Yeah, except for, except for, the, for the, uh, the Japanese people who were like, uh, no, we're perfectly fine with that. Yeah, it's the whole cultural appropriation thing. And I don't know where the line is. I, well, I'm, let I'm me on ask board you this. You on that. Say I did want to dress up as Luke Cage for Halloween next year, which I'm seriously thinking about doing now. <laughs> and I want to go as 70s Luke Cage with the yellow shirt and the tiara. And I don't go in blackface, but I do use like an Afro-ish type wig on my head. Uh, you get in trouble. I'll get in trouble for that? Yes. There was recently, again, one of the panelists here enjoys a little TMZ a little too much. <laughs> And a Miss Kendall Jenner, who is a model, and she did a modeling shoot. And in that modeling shoot, she had her hair teased up and the Internet said it looked too much like an afro and that she was a racist. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's right. Don't they get on uh, Kim Kardashian's ass when she uses braids in her hair like cornrows? Oh, probably. Yeah. No cornrows, no dreads, right? For white people. Right. 
Correct. And that's going a little overboard. Is that a celebration of your culture and not an appropriation of it? I don't know, but that I think that's the thing. It's in the eyes of the beholder. It's a, what is, when is it appropriation? When when is it just a celebration? Yeah, the intent should be taken into consideration here because if you're doing something to honor someone, that's drastically different than if you're doing something to make fun of someone. Right. But I think if you're, from- if you're dressing up as somebody else's culture to make fun of them, mm. then definitely out. Yeah, that's wrong. That's <laughs> racist. Yeah. I, th- I guess from the black person's point of view, that looking at somebody like that, you can't tell without having, you know, oh crap, there's another one. I had to go have a conversation with them to find out if they're if it's cultural right. appropriation or should I be offended by them or should I not be offended by them? It's ah crap. <laughs> so if we just don't do it, it makes it much simpler. I guess. I mean, as far as Jared's Halloween costume mm-hmm. goes, I've got to wonder, like, why am I not okay with people being offended? Like, go ahead and be offended. Go mm-hmm. nuts. You could certainly take that approach, yes. And you know, you say I'm I'm doing this because I really enjoy this character, and it, no offense is attempted. What if this. I ended up getting fired from my job for it, though? Mm. What it, if it's well, someone who saw my it. picture and posted it on, you know, and it made it to the news where they're like, "White dude wears afro <laughs> as Luke Cage," clearly a racist, and my boss is like, "I can't have you here anymore." And I'm like, well, "But I love Luke Cage." But it's a no-fault state, so we can fire you for any reason anyway, so. Right. But mm. it will Ian still be like, hey, stick with your outrage. And now his outrage has affected his friend's job, and I become a bum, and I live on the streets, all because I loved <laughs> Luke Cage. <laughs> that does seem a little intense. Um, I'm hoping that, that you could present your boss with some options to avoid litigation. Uh, but hopefully it doesn't go viral next year if you do this Halloween costume idea. Mm. I don't know. I think it's just one of those areas where we have to kind of acknowledge that we don't quite understand and just roll with their guidance. Now, well, and I think we need to listen to the people who are who the people who should be offended, mm. not the social justice warriors who think everything is offensive. But let's take let's look at the people who you know if you're dressing up in blackface, uh, yeah, that's a problem with black people. If you're dressing up with a sombrero, then mm. yeah, that that can be offensive to Mexicans. Like that's that's. Listen to the right people. The social justice warriors have decided to take it way too far, and now nobody understands where the lines are. Hey, there was only one person who should have weighed in on this, and it was Diana Ross. Mm, agreed. Is she still alive? I think so. <laughs> yeah, did anybody ask her if she was offended? Because if she wasn't, case closed. Now, let's swing it back to Megan Kelly, though. Should she have been fired? <laughs> do you? Oh, think, in my opinion, you... she should have never been hired, so yes. Okay, Jeff says Diana Ross is still alive, so I cannot okay. believe I did not hear that she did not weigh in on this. <laughs> You she think Megyn Kelly should have been fired? Now, let me ask you this. Is Megyn Kelly that stupid? <laughs> or does she just not care when she was bringing this she, up? I think she didn't. I, I'll go with stupid. <laughs> she mm. was not able to process that saying that on a morning show was going to be a problem. Mm. I, mean, what, I mean, what she said was, okay, when I was a kid, as long as you were dressed like a character, that it was okay. defending blackface and whiteface. So, I mean, then you are actually, all right, so I would like to dress as a really racist black, you know, somebody that is obviously uh, in blackface from an old movie. So that would be okay because she did it as a kid. She's she's taking it too far. So, yeah, I think she should have been, yeah, she should never been hired in the first place. I think she is a racist. And I think that firing her was the appropriate thing to do. But that's just my opinion. I mean, I don't care either way. <laughs> I never watched a fucking show, but 
Now, was that was that a quote that you were just giving us, Karen? Yes. Be okay when I was a kid as long as you were dressing like a character. That was a quote. That was when she mm. followed it up with the black people dressed in whiteface. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Attempting to approach the issue from both sides and saying, <laughs> here's an experience that I had in the past. Mm. In no way did she say, blackface is okay. I think blackface should make a comeback. Or this year, please choose blackface. Sure. I, I, I don't think she should have been fired at all. I also don't think she should have been hired at all, but I certainly don't <laughs> think she should have been fired for that. That is a well. The the big issue that people shocking are, reaction. The bit one of the bigger issues that people are saying is that her apology one seemed faked. Which again, I don't know. She's a she's it a was. she's she a bro- wasn't offended by what she said. She's a mm-hmm. broadcaster. All their shit sounds fake, but that she feigned <laughs> right. ignorance in the fact that she did not know that blackface was racist. Oof, now that's that's now you're now you're getting a little further <laughs> across the line. <laughs> like that's a. Mm. I mean, she basically was like, I didn't realize, like, the how bad it was. And then, again, you're in broadcasting. You know blackface is a bad thing. Again, I don't know who's running that show, because if I was a producer of the Megyn Kelly show, call me Megan, by the way, that you're out of work. Uh, <laughs> I just would have been like, don't even fucking touch this subject, <laughs> please. Yeah. <laughs> just look at funny costumes and move along. <laughs> you are way too white to be dealing with this subject. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, Megan, do you realize how many people are waiting in the weeds for you? Well, <laughs> Just yeah. keep it light. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I think we. I think we talked that to death. Uh, I th- I'm gonna <laughs> move on. Um, so, some election results. I don't know if uh, you noticed, or if maybe we already mentioned it, but uh, locally, Pennsylvania re- results. Bob Casey. Democrat is going to be uh, the U.S. Senator for Pennsylvania. Woohoo! Um, there are some Democratic wins in and around Pittsburgh and Philadelphia for the House, but those were expected. <laughs> I was going to say, um, hold on to my seat. One of the big, big things, Tom Wolf is winning quite handedly. Uh, oh, they good. have called Scott it for Wagner him. Scott Wagner seemed like a villain. Yeah, Scott Wagner, absolutely. If you didn't recognize him as a villain, oh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he had a hammer at home with I'm going to stomp your face in with golf cleats. <laughs> yeah, that was something. <laughs> yeah, if so, you weren't sure that I was a bad guy, let me make this statement on TV. <laughs> so Tom uh, Wolf is going to remain governor, which means at the, the, the lieutenant governor switch, if I remember correctly, Fetterman is the lieutenant governor now. I didn't think he was previously. No, he was is not. That he correct? was the mayor of some state somewhere. I don't know who he yeah, Fetterman beat out the um, lieutenant governor, the current lieutenant governor in the um, prelims. Okay, good. Well, here's some news. I just thought That's that that it. was the case. Uh, the Republicans picked up one seat in the Senate. This is true. The Democrats lost Indiana. So that was a flip that used to be a Democratic seat is now Republican. Oh, good. <laughs> and like I said, like I said the last time we recorded, the Senate is not. Doesn't look good. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> but nobody was. My hopes were never up. <laughs> no, yeah, nobody was positive on the Senate anyway. But correct. Cruz is back in the lead over O'Rourke. Well, it depends. It's switching back and forth constantly. So well, it's yeah, still keep really tied to. They're also looking at counties, which kind of throws it off. Mm. Right. Again, is it around Austin or is it around Dallas? I find it amusing that I said Cruz is ahead of O'Rourke in Texas, and by the time I got the sentence out, it was no longer accurate. (laughs) (laughs) That's how fast it's switching. Could you imagine, and I don't want to get my hopes up, just no more Ted Cruz. 
Oh my oh, god, it'd be glorious! It would. I, I I hate to push other podcasts on this show, especially ones that aren't in our network. But <laughs> I listen to this this podcast called Behind the Bastards, and uh, by the way, they do a three parter on L. Ron Hubbard, and it is fucking glorious. <laughs> You learn a lot about him as a kid that you don't learn in those movies that we watch, like Going Clear and shit like that. But he did a midterm one for the – it was all the bastards running in the midterms, and he's like, Ted Cruz is so bad that I had to do a separate show just for Ted Cruz. Hmm. And wow. the Ted Cruz one, wow, man. He – again, another one just groomed from fucking birth. Mm. Uh, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, I learned a lot about Ted Cruz too, and he is fucking awful. But he was also brainwashed, so. Yeah. I mean, his father was a dominionist, for Christ's sake. Yeah. So he's been groomed from birth to be part of the solution. (laughs) You know when you buy a lottery ticket and you just for a brief moment imagine if you won the money, like what you would do the next day and just how you would feel? That's kind of how Mm. I feel about no Ted Cruz. Trying not to get my hopes up, but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bad news for Karen and myself and, and Ian, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marino looks to be winning the House seat is. for our district. Oh, yeah. Well, th- we are surrounded by Republicans. That's not much of a surprise. And I, I feel like he was – it was either him or my other – my the 83rd district representative, Jeff Wheland, was up against someone who was just – like, normally I, I, I see some ads and, you know, read some news that – like – here in my town, they were pretending like Jeff Whelan didn't even have an opponent. <laughs> it was it was terrible, and I knew Marino. As long as uh, who's that knucklehead from Jared's neck of the woods, uh, Lou Barletta? <laughs> if that guy wins, no, he's going to be such a downer. Oh, I didn't vote for him. Bob. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was going up against Bob Casey this time. Oh, phew. Yeah. awesome! I really Wait, check check the eighth I mean, real quick. How is Cartwright doing against Churro? <laughs> that's my that's uh, my district. Cartwright is currently sixty two percent. Uh, versus thirty-eight percent with thirty-six percent reporting. All right, that's good. Nice. I shook that man's hand in my office. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, the the Marino race. Yeah, it's uh, it seems quite seventy-one percent to thirty-nine percent with thirty percent oh. reporting. So there's a lot more Brutal. to come in, but yeah, not good. Oh, they just called it for yeah. Connor Lamb. Oh, really? Yeah. See, they and another three. another Democrat, uh, Scanlon in Pennsylvania. She won too. There you go. Nice. I definitely was uh, rooting for Lamb. Uh, Mary Gay Scanlon won in the House 5 of Pennsylvania. All right, I'm going to hit a couple more news things. We keep talking about this stupid cross in Maryland, but there was another update. Uh, The Supreme Court will be taking on the case Mm -hmm. for Maryland's Peace Cross, the ginormous cross on public land in Maryland. I can't, I can't, I don't know. How's that even going to go? Seven to two? In favor of the cross? That's probably the guess. That was what I would think. I feel like uh, that the Supreme Court had some sort of miracle decision recently, and I didn't know what to think about it. They voted to not. I wanted to say that Trump asked them to mm. to please nullify a lower court's decision that said that uh, that the internet. The net neutrality was, uh, thing. Yes. And they were like, no, we're going to let that decision stand. And I was like, oh, my heart. I don't believe it. (laughs) I was shocked when I read that, too. Well, is it it seems like the cases can be picked up or sent back by any random justice. And I think that one went (laughs) it's it's odd. I don't I don't know if they take turns as to or or but one of them can say, no, we're not going to take that case. 
Yeah, I don't understand how that works either, because it seems that depending on, I mean, sometimes it's one justice and sometimes it's another, and I don't know who gets what, how that's decided, but it does seem like one justice gets to decide whether or not it goes before all nine. Right. Yeah, I would would like to learn more about that, because again, in this shocking decision, when I read more about it, the three people who could have crushed it abstained, Mm. and Kavanaugh wasn't allowed to participate. But I'd also, yeah, I, like, I, I read when that, even though that they are not taking that case and upholding that lower court's decision, this does not change what the FCC was doing. Correct. So. Absolutely. It's not, a, I'm not doing a dance. I'm just shocked that they weren't like just <laughs> raping all yeah. the laws of the land and been with absolute impunity. Yay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I uh, want to talk about this guy real quick. I'm curious where he is in in the voting. North Carolina. He is Republican candidate for Congress in North Carolina named Mike Harris. If anybody wants to look him up real quick. But according to CNN, he made comments while serving as a pastor in Charlotte's First Baptist Church that uh, he said the Jews won't find peace unless they accept that Jesus is Lord. <laughs> I found this a very interesting article to come up uh, just before the election, but uh, especially with all of the, you know, with the shooting in Pittsburgh and, and everything else with the anti-Semitic stuff going on across across the country, that uh, something that this guy said, well, he was a pastor. Wait, can we stop having pastors run for office? <laughs> Could we stop killing Jewish people? Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. How about we do that first? Because yeah. I'm fucking scared. <laughs> yeah. The reason I was talking to that guy from the from the fucking Rod Ministry, so I'm hoping I'll get a discount on a gun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people who will not make a distinction between me and a person who actually goes to a synagogue. That is very true. It does, yeah. It doesn't matter to a lot of people. Yeah, ra- racism is not whether you actually participate or not. Right. So I just looked it up. Uh, this guy who just said it, uh, who said that uh, Jews needed to accept the Lord Jesus Christ, he is currently winning very close, 50% to 40% or 49% uh, with 77% of the vote in. So it's still up in the air as to whether or not that guy is going to be in office. He's going to be in office, right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you just basing that on the two words, North and Carolina? <laughs> uh Yeah. I was gonna say, did you did you hear our story earlier about demographics and who's who's gonna vote for what reason? Right. <laughs> yeah. North Carolina loves to make the wrong choice. They love this guy. <laughs> I why because you said he's a pastor, so that means he hates the gays. Sure. And they hate the gays down in North Carolina. For what reason I do not know, but they do. So yeah. I don't know that that state made the list. It was off my radar for a while, but mm. they're totally on the list. Yeah. Hey, we picked up four seats in the house. What was that? We're, we picked up four seats in the house. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Is that enough? No. <laughs> we need. Okay. I think we have to pick up twenty-one altogether. Oh my heart! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, House right. The House right now is Democrats hold eighty-one seats. Republicans hold eighty-four. Yeah, there's a lot more to be counted, Ian. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, worry. I don't know. <laughs> Two hundred eighteen seats is the number to look for. 
Okay. So, and right now in the Senate, uh, 45 are solid Republicans. 42 weren't up for election. So we only know that three. 23 Democrats are not up for election. There are currently 36 Democratic seats. But the next story that I have, uh, Ian, you brought this up kind of, sort of, not the article, but uh, uh, Spokane, Washington. This guy is calling for a biblical basis for war. He has some sort of manifesto to end abortion, same-sex marriage, and death to people who disagree. Oh, my. Uh, Did you have more information on this guy? Uh, Other than that he is a four-term state representative in the state of Washington and that his manifesto has been delivered to the FBI (laughs) because he is calling for the murder of non-believers. No, I don't I don't know that I've seen any news about them, you know, any further pursuits that they've made or inquiries into this guy's murderous intentions, but uh you know, my hope is that that you know they'll they'll put him on a list and and keep tabs on him, but uh seeing as as this I I don't know if this just came to light if he just published this or if this has been going unchecked for his last 12 years in office. <laughs> yeah. Or it's free to you know, say it out loud now. I guess. I guess. My goodness. That's, the, that's a whole bunch of crazy. Killing non-believers is, like, a lot of the stuff these people say give me pause. And I'm like, ugh. And, uh, you know, I've I've been extra on edge lately because, like we've spoken of, uh, because of the, the particular preschool environment that my son is in. Mm. And uh, now that he is a year older and, you know, questions are coming in a lot more frequently. Like last year, he was like, oh, I'm in preschool. This is the best. <laughs> and now, you know, we get a God question like every week. And I'm like, oh, jeez, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, my wife really managed it well this last time when he came home and he was like, Mom, where did God come from? And she just like, she didn't even miss a beat. She just goes, she goes, oh, well, God is a character in a book, you know, like Pete the Cat. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Well done. (laughs) I was was like, ah, good answer. And then I was like, stop asking God questions, son. (laughs) Well, how much longer does he have to be in this school for? Uh, He will be uh, May. May. Maybe there won't be so much damage done. I just want to throw this out there. You said stop asking the God questions. I would say keep (laughs) asking the God questions. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I just want him to be satisfied that that there is no God and that he can do some critical thinking later as his his young mind develops. But yeah, you're right. I mean, absolutely continue to question. But, what that's all about, but And the question hopefully. you said is one of the perfect ones. Where did God come from? That's, yes, ask yourself <laughs> that. <laughs> because <laughs> the answers that they try and give you are all based on that that answer. Where, okay, so then where did God come from? And if you don't know that, you don't know any of the rest of the stuff. Right. You don't know what God wants. You don't know what God's plan was. Because, again, fictional character. <laughs> yeah, what, what is the answer to that when you ask somebody, like, is it just that he always was and always will? Exactly. Oh. Omega, Alpha and Omega, always was, always will be. What a cop-out answer. <laughs> what the hell is he doing before Earth was created? Just chilling? <laughs> Hanging out. I In have, nothingness? Just by himself? I have very important, good uh, election news. Okay. Kim, Kim Davis, the Kentucky clerk who denied same-sex marriage, has just lost her re-election bid to her Democratic challenger, who I believe was one of the people that she denied a same-sex marriage certificate to. (laughs) 
If I remember the article we had previously, yes, that is correct. Yes. Although I thought we already knew that. Maybe we didn't say it on the show. Maybe. Yeah. But yes, that is that is definitely big news. I don't That's know. That's poetic justice. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you don't have a job no more. <laughs> <laughs> Time to take off that blue shirt, Kim. <laughs> and put on a Walmart shirt. <laughs> there you go. Official greeter. <laughs> All right. Where am I? Um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm still the the guy that's calling for the death of his enemies yes. is still yeah. got me. Well, and oh. I will say that he he isn't kill, he isn't calling for the death of everyone. Right. Just all the males who disagree with him. Yes, that's super creepy. I'm sorry about that. It's super creepy because <laughs> I I mean I guess he could always say that that you know he you know that everybody else uh, you know will have to convert once there's you know. In his mind, no one else to do the fighting, but you know he secretly wants to enslave them. Mm-hmm. His plan is definitely to enslave all the women. It's usually what the plan super is. Super creepy. <laughs> usually, I'm I'm okay with not being in the in the the pile of people that are to in be the killed. murder pile. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to hit a couple other items here real quick. Uh, we talked about Al- Alabama voting on the Ten Commandments. They ha- actually do have an item on their ballot uh, today. It's an amendment to their constitution that would allow the Ten Commandments to be displayed in pub- on public space, specifically in uh, governmental areas. As you could probably guess, that's passing oh, very, very readily. Uh, 76%. There's only 28% reporting, but 76% of It's only going to go up from there. Yeah. I think so. Well, so this is a case where a popular vote doesn't work. I mean, there are certain things that you can't put to a popular vote. If they had put a uh, to popular vote, should um, um, black people have equal rights as white people in the South of the United States, it would never have passed. Probably still wouldn't pass. This is another one of those things. You just cannot leave it to the popular vote. Yeah, just because the majority thinks one way doesn't make it correct. Right. I mean, I for the most part, I'm I'm okay with most things going to the popular vote, but things like this, no. When it, when it when it comes to other people's equality and other people's justice, no, you can't do that. And yet, that is what they are doing. Yes, <laughs> but it, it it fortunately it goes against the you know the the Constitution of the United States as it's currently written. That so is still true. It will be fought, contested. Yeah, ACLU or whomever will pick it up. So yeah. I can't find the results on this election, however, because he's we talked about him way too much. Roy Moore has a protege who's running for the Alabama Supreme Court Justice. I I don't have any idea how that voting is going. I can't find the results, so t- you can take a look. But is uh, his protege sixty eight years old? Because <laughs> uh, isn't Roy Moore like eighty? It wouldn't, it wouldn't right? It wouldn't shock me. No, in no way. Parker Just is his name. <laughs> And he has ties to Moore. They attend the same church. They hate the gays in the same way. With 5% of precincts reporting, thank you, Jeff, um, Parker leads 59% to Vance's 40%. So it's way too close to know. But with only 5% reporting, it's, it's too early. Yeah. My goodness. To call yourself his protege, like, yeah. you know what I'm looking? I need someone who can really show me what it means to be disbarred multiple times. <laughs> oh! Can you imagine? The guy isn't qualified for anything that he does. Why is he still relevant? The first lesson was, let me show you how to evolve mall security. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Man. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention, uh, nationally, Jeff Sessions came out and declared what the Religious Liberty Task Force was going to be doing. Uh, he mentioned the rubber playground surface and how the Supreme Court ruled that uh, states could not refuse to give finance to churches. That's not and what they And he said, that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be looking for more cases like this Ugh. where we could help states give their money to churches. Uh, he also did, in the same speech, say that uh, we're, we're also going to try and protect, you know, Jewish synagogues from being shot up. But that was the week after, so what do you what do you expect? Right. Well, that was nice um, of him. Yeah, it wasn't nice of him, but thank you. <laughs> um, so there you go. Religious Liberty Task Force, they are going to be looking to aid churches by giving state money to them. Wow, because it's all about the money. Yeah, <sighs> that is true. Um, any updates in the election news that we have here? I don't see anything dramatic just yet. Is anybody else a little upset that PA did not give out I voted stickers? Oh, we got some. We got I didn't. Aww. I also didn't, but I, uh, as soon as they put up, and this was a couple years ago when I was still working at the polls, as soon as they put up that sign that said you can take, a, take up to two selfies, I'm like, yeah, it's getting done. <laughs> oh, it makes the old people, they're so angry when I take, <laughs> when I take a selfie. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know why, I just, I, I, uh, I do know why. It's because I worked with them for four years, and they are the most fucking racist, just mean-spirited old people. They are, they all, oh my goodness, the one guy has a red Mustang with just automatic weapon decals all over it, and a big mural on the back that says something like, oh, the... The, the Constitution, respect it and protect it. And then it's got guns all over the Constitution. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. They, like, when when, pe when they're checking in people and they sign in their names, like, all the people coming in and, and the people working the polls with me, they all just sit there and they, like, they just openly tell racist jokes to one another. Mm. Like, no one else is sitting there. I was sitting there and uh, some guy came in and talking about whatever contracting work that he does and goes oh man and i couldn't get finished this job because i didn't have my obama wrench and i was like oh i know where this is oh. going but go on and uh you know and everybody was like oh what's that and he was like no nah, it's a monkey wrench and i was oh. like you people are the worst people that i've ever done civil service with wow and then i went and got a democracy dog and that helped help <laughs> soothe my rage <laughs> that always cheers me up I was like, ooh, I get to vote today. That means I can skip making my son lunch because I can get us hot dogs and some soup. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, why was I angry about this? Other than it's just a downer. No sticker? Oh, yeah, I didn't get a sticker. That's, that is why I go out of my way to irritate the people because otherwise they're very nice. I got in there. They were so excited. They were excited to see me. They were so overwhelmed at how big my son has gotten and all mm -hmm. that typical stuff. And they knew that I was going to buy snacks. And <laughs> I did. <laughs> But, uh... Snacks. <laughs> hey, Mitt Romney like... won. <laughs> what? In Utah. Oh, wait, I forgot. No, he moved to Utah just for yeah. that reason, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was not a... Not a big surprise. I'd already though. forgotten. See, was he a, a congressman or a senator there? Senator. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess he wouldn't settle for congressman. No, not at this point. No. 
Hmm. All right, so Jeff said Mormons. while we were talking, uh, in he said he didn't get a sticker either, but uh, in Pittsburgh, they were giving out, I don't know, little cards that said that you voted that had uh, Stronger Than Hate with the, the Pittsburgh uh, yellow, red, blue stars. I'm sure there's a term for this, but I don't know what it is. Right. But it does have the star David on it. Right, and in, it in says, place of the yellow star. Yeah, yeah. and it says Stronger Than yep. Hate. I thought that's kind of cool. The steel symbol. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I knew there was a, it was called something. I just didn't know what it was. I didn't realize that had made it to the voting cards. Might have yeah. been a local thing, but it's cool. Oh, well, yeah. I have no idea. I just, you know, follow a lot of Pittsburgh sports teams. So I've seen <laughs> that shirt a hundred times <laughs> this week. Sure. So the last, the last news thing that I have in the lead up to the midterms, Trump has gone out of his way to prove that he can lie more than anyone else on the planet. Mm-hmm. His the number of lies. Uh, there's an article on the star.com that you can take a look at. They have graphed every month that he's been in office, actually, way back to January of 2017, and the number of lies told in the month. And it just skyrockets here near the yeah, elections. I saw that. Holy shit. His, it was 343 days to utter his first 1,000 lies. It was 197 to utter his second 1,000 lies. The third 1,000 lies, 92 days. Now, I'm sure a lot of those lies were repeated lies because he's been, he's been on a rallying right. junket recently. That is true. Repeated lies are counted in that. Okay. As long as they are publicly made. Well, I mean, like I said, he's been in the public every day recently doing these stupid rallies. And he's he's got a a shtick for them, so I'm sure it's the same lie repeated over and over again. Or it's seen 25 lies. (laughs) I find it uh, just amazing how often he can lie without any repercussions whatsoever. Mm. Um, Well, it's real easy when no one holds you accountable for anything you do. (laughs) Whatsoever. Well, the midterms are now coming to a close. The results will be in tomorrow. Maybe Mueller will step it up again. I'm hoping. Well. That is the the other thing that, yeah, we should mention is that something came out. I don't know. It wasn't from – it was from someone on Mueller's team saying that um, they weren't going to publish anything until after the midterms, that they had more things to do, but they were holding off because of the midterms. Mm. Why Um, do that? Why not do something 10 days before the election? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. According to this, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has won her house seat in New York. Oh, really? Good for her. Yeah. Maybe we can get more progressives in then. Took no donor money. 29 years old. Yeah. Yep. No nice. donors. Same thing with Beto O'Rourke. Look how far he got. Yeah. Even if he, I mean, like, that is a split race. And if he doesn't win, he did that with no donor money. Right. Oh, my God. Florida race, 99% in. Oh, he's 80. Ron DeSantis is 84,000 ahead. So he definitely got it. But that is close, too. I don't know if Gillen took any money either. By the way, we also picked up eight seats in the House now. Man. 15 that more is- to go. They say mm. that is really disappointing. Which what what is Andrew Gillum? Yeah, Florida. Yeah. I mean, I really you know am not blown away. Florida is Dumb. pretty much garbage as far as the state goes. <laughs> but I mean, he he was just he was smart and calm and articulate and just very well spoken, and he really had it together. And I was really optimistic that that things might trend in that direction because he. Ron DeSantis was an absolute fool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, why? how naive of me to think that being openly racist is a strike against you anymore. Again, look how close it is. It's deci- 84,000 people decided everything for the state of Florida. Right. 
Oh, and there are multiple reports of voting irregularities, mostly Georgia, I think, but scattered across the country. Um, you know, large polling places with uh, three voting booths, polling places inside gated communities, and the security guards wouldn't let people in to vote. There are a number of highly irregular things going on this time around. Not that there aren't always, but more, I think. <laughs> more, I think, at the moment. Are you well, suggesting that the Republican Party participates in voter suppression? Absolutely. Well, the, That's crazy. The Native Americans in North Dakota, I want to say, yes. that don't have, if, if you don't have a, um, a street, street address, address, you yeah. can't vote. If that is the have, worst. They don't have named streets where they live. That is outrageous. Well, they all have to go to a P.O. box on in the in the res, right? Right. We have friends that have a post office box in Pennsylvania. They can't get a street address. It's a royal pain in the ass trying to get FedEx to deliver, but they Listen, wouldn't be able to vote. It is the only way Republicans win. Yes. They either they lie and they fucking absolutely cheat. Yep. It is the only way. And they feel justified doing it. Well, no, they don't feel justified. They're just like, they know what they're doing. Yeah, you think that guy, Kemp, or what, whatever his fucking name is down in Georgia, doesn't know that he rigged everything yeah. towards himself? Yeah. That he made up this fake FBI investigation that's, that someone was hacking the Democratic Party's computers there, and he blamed the Democrats, and he based this on the fact that they sent him an email saying, hey, watch out, there might be people uh, hacking all the computers, and he used that and got an FBI investigation in. Mm. Not addition to the fucking voter suppression that he did with that uh, exact match thing. Yeah, exact signature match. My signature never matches. Oh, yeah. to vote. Look, man, more people voted for Hillary Clinton than Donald Trump. <laughs> Bottom fucking line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is outrageous. Uh, so another couple of facts from Jeff. Uh, Alabama, it looks like they will pass the state policy against abortion. Uh, 66% have voted yes, which would recognize and support the sanctity of unborn life. 11 in 12 chance that the Democrats will control the House. It's, they're projecting now it's a 91.8% chance that Democrats will control the House. They're saying that it is a, the Republicans, uh, I don't have the percentage here, but uh, Republicans to control the Senate with a plus one. And they called the Marino victory, so our mm, House. Our local. Yeah, well, it's it's actually federal, but our district yes. will, will remain Republican, which, again, not surprising. Hey, Ian, before you go on, Ian, we got 12 yes. pickups in the house. Ooh. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to uh, Michael, who sent a meme. He sent a picture of the Trump family. Uh, with Fred Trump, mm -hmm. as well as Donald as a younger kid. And it says that the Trump family has no record of military service in five generations during two world wars and over 150 years. Let that sink in. Mm -hmm. uh, and he also said, keep up the good work. I thought this might brighten your day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we probably don't have time to talk about it. Maybe we can talk about it next week, although it probably won't be an issue after next week. But I'm curious where you lie on the military going down to protect our border from impoverished women, children, <laughs> and men. I, I don't know that there's a whole lot to talk about. It, it's yeah, stupid. 100% opposed to the end. Mm. I mean, well, as a as a guy who's in the military, that's what, or was in the military, like, do the, like, and being around these types of people, are these guys who get pushed down there? And did they actually, did the military actually go down there, or did he just say he wanted them to go down there? I thought they were actually going. Oh, because yeah. I heard something about the Pentagon putting the Knicks on it, being like, we're not sending troops down to the border. There was and something that, about the Joint Chiefs said that they would not be 
doing anything while they're down there. He can order them down there, but he can't make... Oh, okay. They're not allowed to do anything. They're not allowed to arrest people coming over the border. They're not allowed to do any police work. That's not their job. The quote from the Joint Chiefs is that the soldiers will not be involved in denying border entry to to migrants. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's it's utterly ridiculous. But but let me ask you a quick question, though. Mm -hmm. Like, the guys that you knew and that you spent time with in the military, if something were like this to happen, would they just be like, hoorah, let's do this? Or would they be like, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, my experience, again, is Air Force. However. <laughs> right. I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to get in the mind of a military person the, who we, has to go down there. Yeah. I mean, if I were in a group that were sent on something like that, yeah, you would go. You would absolutely do your job. You would do whatever was necessary. But at the same time, you would hear on off time, like, what are we doing here? What? This mm. is stupid. What's our actual mission? Like, what's the mission statement? What are we supposed to be doing? What, like, you would constantly hear questions like that. I actually heard questions like that during the first Iraq war, but then it, the mission statement actually came out and it was clear. I will actually give Bush Sr. some, a little bit of credit for that. It wasn't clear when people were first sent, but within a couple weeks, there was a clear mission statement on this is what we're here to do. And when we're doing it, we're leaving. All right. Um, so yeah, the, the clear mission statement is, foremost in in people's minds when they're sent on missions like that and there isn't one here there can't be they're not that's not their job right well i heard that they're having an there might be having an issue now because these unregulated militias are going down there once they heard that the that the uh the military can't actually shoot these people right (laughs) and that they're going down armed and that they're going to be like the border patrols has been warned now like keep an eye on these guys because they might shoot at actual citizens you know, and all kinds of craziness. This is causing all kinds of fucking problems. What a piece of shit our yeah. president is. Yeah, exactly. And after tomorrow, you'll probably never hear about it again. Yeah, they'll probably pull the troops back quietly and not. Yeah. Yeah. Never hear about it. Uh, so the very last thing, I'll throw this out because Jeff threw it up. 16% reporting in Texas. Cruz is at 50.4%. O'Rourke is at 48.9%. The Libertarian is at 0.6%. So still incredibly tight race, and uh, I think probably one of the most important Senate races tonight. Uh, it looks oh. like ABC News is calling for Ted Cruz. That's disturbing. <laughs> yeah. So but not surprising. <laughs> uh, do, do you have anything else? Anybody have anything else? No, sir. No, I mean the uh, the only thing you know that's going to take some time to put together is uh, the the Senate, but that's going to be it. Was no sense in staying on the line for that, so. It's going to be yeah, too we'd long. be here quite a while. <laughs> yeah, we did gain. Uh, Democrats did gain eight seats so far. I think somebody mentioned that, so that's a good thing. Twelve. Is it up to twelve? It's up to twelve. Okay. New York Times is a little behind. Yeah, and there's eighty-eight percent chance that Democrats will control the House. Now, that does not mean that they can stop any of these judges, doesn't it? Correct. They just don't go through the House. Right. But the House does investigations. They do investigations. Ugh. So maybe we can get some investigations done at least. <laughs> all right, I think that is all uh, we're going to have for this week because we've got to we're going to let people go. Uh, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media or uh, leave a review on iTunes. Or if you've got a dollar or so a month, you could go join our Patreon, and uh, it doesn't take much. You can join the Patreon. Do it. Come listen to <laughs> us live. You can interact with us and uh, keep Jeff some keep Jeff company. Yeah, I'm going to personally <laughs> say right now to Dustin, 
who I was talking to during the show on Facebook. <laughs> Feel free to do the Patreon. You can get in and listen live and ask questions live to us instead of me having to type to you in the middle of the show because it was really weird. As we were talking about Ted Cruz, he's like, hey, do you think Ted Cruz is going to lose? Just <laughs> randomly message me this. Like, as we're talking about this on the show right now. <laughs> Perhaps you should join us. <laughs> And again, if you would like to contact us otherwise, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, and leave a message there. Or you can tweet at profanearg. It's possible I'll respond there. I don't know. I'm not on the Twitter much. But but I will get it in, in review. Uh, also, please check out uh, the soon-to-be-named network of which we are a member. You can do so at soon-to-be-named-network.com. A whole bunch of podcasts and shows devoted to mostly media, entertainment sort of stuff uh, to fill your podcasting needs. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. 